listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of August 13, 2022. Our local stories this week feature the Kyoto Pool, a hospice building, and open enrollment. But first, the big picture. The city of Washington is racking up statewide awards. In the last few weeks, the community has won an all-star award and a mural contest. City Administrator Deanna McCusker said the All-Star Award recognized the Wellness Park. I think it's a great project, um, and it's going to bring a lot of people to Washington, you know, with the softball, baseball, soccer fields. And it's just a good way to showcase what Washington is doing. You know, if people are looking to relocate to a community, you know, in this population size, um, they'll see that and go, that's great. You know, they have that and that's a wonderful amenity to have in a, in a city. While the recognition doesn't come with grant money, McCusker said it still felt good. It's not like it's going to help us get a grant or anything. I think it's more to say, you know, pat everybody on the back and say, good job on this project. And um, everybody in Washington recognizes how great the project was. But now other people, you know, other people out there have seen what our project is and they appreciate the hard work that went into this project and how wonderful the project is. Washington also won the Iowans Unite Community Contest. The award from the Iowa Economic Development Authority includes a free mural for the town. Chamber of Commerce Executive Director Michelle Redlinger said it was a group effort. That's kind of how we are able to be more effective, and we've got cool volunteers and partners to help us get things accomplished. Community member Isabella Santoro wrote the essay that won the final step of the contest. She said it was gratifying. As um, a downtown business owner, I really care particularly also about the downtown, keeping it vibrant, keeping it beautiful, attracting not just locals, but out-of-town folks as well. And a big part of that is art. I mean, art brings people far and wide. And um, I particularly love murals. And my favorite part about my trip out east a few years ago uh, to Philly was seeing all the murals in that city. I mean, it just, it really adds a whole nother level of awesomeness. You know, I serve on a lot of committees, including like the Hotel Motel Tax Committee, which we uh, worked on getting the mural that's on the side of the State Theater. So, and then I serve on the Let Center for the Healing and Creative Arts Board, which our mission is to uh, make Washington a place where the arts can thrive. So it's just kind of been my kind of life mission for, since I've lived in Washington, that when I, I saw the um, opportunity for the contest, I'm like, you know, you can't win if you don't play. So I thought, let's um, give it a shot. This lines up with everything I stand for, pretty much. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. The Kyoto City Council has voted unanimously to approve a bid on a new municipal aquatic center. 
Councilmember Keith Conrad made the motion to approve. He said the project was exciting for residents after the old pool closed in 2018 for health and safety reasons. I mean, there's a lot of positive in the community. I mean, it's something that we used to have and then, you know, we have lost and it's, a, it's another great amenity for the community. It's good for the city because it gives us amenities that we just haven't had. You know, it keeps our people, you know, in so they're not traveling all over the place and it keeps us competitive, gives people a reason to settle back in our community. Nick Beinhardt is a spokesperson for the Kyoto Pool Advocates and their recently established 501c3 group, the Kyoto Pool and Aquatic Foundation. While organizers are $830,000 short of paying the city back for the bid, he said the nonprofits would cover the debt. The pool advocates will continue to fundraise and apply for grants. We currently have a very generous offer of matching funds for the next $150,000 that is raised for the pool. Once all the existing funds have been utilized for the pool's construction, the 501c3 will be taking out a loan to finish constructing the pool. The 501c3 and Kyoto Pool Advocates will continue fundraising and applying for grants as long as it takes to extinguish the debt. Beinhardt said the project represented progress for the city on the border of Washington and Keokuk counties. Kyoto is not the same town it was 10 years ago. Investment in our town is happening, and building this pool is just a stepping stone to the next great project that can help move our town further ahead in the future. We feel very strongly that the new aquatic center will bring great value to our community and provide education and recreation for our families and children for years to come. Hospice of Washington County held an open house on Tuesday celebrating the opening of its new office building. Executive Director Katrina Altenhofen said she was ecstatic about the community turnout. I feel elated. It's just um, coming together nicely. It's still a very nerve-wracking for this day because I want, I want our benefactors to be as proud of this building as we are as staff. And so I want to make sure that when they walk through this, they beam with pride just as much as we beam with pride. And that. so it's neat to see all of these individuals come out today to help us. It still seems surreal when you look over there at that bio cell and you're thinking that's where the old building was. Oh, my goodness. So. The new building comes after years of fundraising by the organization. Hospice co-chair Barb Cutcamp said it was hard work. Today is our dream come true. We have been dreaming about this day for quite a long time. We have worked hard, we have planned, we have fundraised, and we have prayed about this day. It's finally here. And so today is a day to give thanks. Deanna Wubina, the site's project manager from McCready Ruth Construction, said it was a product of local support. This project really, we tried to stay local as much as we could when we sent out bids, when we accepted bids. Um, I live in Washington, and so for myself, it's been really nice to work on this project as well because, you know, this is my local community, and these are people that I see when I go to the farmer's market, and people that I see in the muni band, and... The Washington School Board voted unanimously to deny an open enrollment request Wednesday night for a student seeking special education in the district. Superintendent Willie Stone said the schools just didn't have the capacity. Where we're at, special education-wise, we are, especially in the building that this student is looking at coming into, we're full or actually beyond full. So we just don't have the space. I don't like, I don't want to hate turning people away, uh, but... We, we have to be able to serve our students with the needs that our students have, uh, resident students-wise. And that, I'll be honest, it doesn't feel good. I, I hate it. The issue was not a lack of physical space, but of staff.
Stone said the district lacked teachers trained to work with disabled students. We are using teachers that aren't special ed teachers that have a special ed license right now to roster students. That's how many students we have. We are using teachers that aren't special ed teachers that have a special ed license right now to roster students. That's how many students we have. If we can, if we can be a full force, then we would then we may be able to accept it, but we're still, we're full. Board member Troy Suchin made the motion. He said he blamed state funding shortfalls. I just want to make it clear, if I make a motion, that I'm not doing this because I'm doing this. I'm doing this because we're already two special education teachers short, teachers short. And with lack of incentive from the state of Iowa Department of Education, we can't, our hands are tied. We're not doing this to ourselves, they're doing it to us by not allowing us to pay these people what they need to be paid. That's the local news. Stay tuned for the best news I've heard all week, right after this. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The value meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the blue plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. And now, the best news I've heard all week. The Ainsworth Fire Department has purchased an off-road vehicle funded entirely by community backing from donations, a riverboat grant, and firework sales. Fire Chief Waylon Schultz said the vehicle would help with rural rescues and grass fires. So especially like in the spring months when it's really wet outside, uh, a lot of times our fire trucks can't drive out in the fields in soft spots because they're too heavy and will get stuck. Um, so these UTVs are lighter, so you can drive in the wet areas easier um, without getting stuck and put the fire out where in the past we would have to walk and use leaf blowers or flappers, which is a rubber mat on the end of a handle that we used to hit the ground to put the fire out. Now we can use this UTV to drive along and use the water hose off the side to put the fire out. We have a grass truck, which is a regular sized pickup with a similar kind of skid unit in the back with a larger water tank and a larger pump that we still use today in conjunction with the new Ranger. But some sometimes we couldn't get it to places we needed to. And then this also gives us um, just another option so we can have more equipment out in the field at the same time to put the fire out faster. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. Call 319-653-2191 to schedule an ad read or support the show for free by sharing it with someone you know. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.